0: Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Pod. Mark Greenwood, Evergreen. Pod. Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen all sub to. You're tuned into to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. Oh, Plum Midlothian. Southside Pod. Oh, for Chicago Ridge, Flossmoor and Bridgeview. You're listening to Southside Pod.
1: I want to get back on this whole thing with the fact that uh, Mike's son is taking my daughter to a dance. But they're friends. It's not like some random dude, like, hey, to your right. daughter. No, no, I'm excited about the fact that I know the kid. Right. Like, I think that's great. The devil you know. Right. And the other thing is. That thing is the devil. The last couple of years have been so terrible that I don't think I would have ever. Like, if you were to ask me five years ago, would you have been excited that your daughter was going to a dance with a boy? I'd have been like, shut up, no. Right. right? He was excited that the world's
2: opening but up But the again. fact
1: that she, like, the fact that she, midway through eighth grade, the world shut down. And for the first time ever this month, she's going to go to a dance with no mask, and it's going to be a normal, right. regular, formal high school dance, which we used to take for granted, right? And, like... I'm happy that she she knows Mike's kid. Like, Nate and, and Audrey have known each other forever. Right. Like, since they were little kids. He's a little Mike. Like, I'm not worried about this Awkward. guy. Awkward. No. You know. Mediocre guitar player. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> He's probably better in this. father. He's probably that's better. Bad. Okay. And and to me, I'm just happy they're going out. Like sure. I, Like, go to a dance and be normal. Like, I'm pumped about the whole thing. So you're not worried about this kid? No. And that's what scares me, because... I was the guy that nobody was ever worried about. Right. You never know. Right. Like but your,
2: your, your daughter also has a strong head on her shoulders. Well, nah, let's
1: be honest. They're going to go to the dance. I'm going to have Mike.
2: He's a fencer too, right? Slick moves. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Slick moves. Yeah. Being a fencer. fencer is something that should make you nervous. Sure. sure. You
2: have to like dodge and poke. There <laughs> are two things that I don't want to involve with my daughter. I don't know how you feel. Dodging and, Dodging and poking. Dodging and poking are not things that I want to be done after a dance. <laughs> Dodging maybe, but when you combine it with poking, no, no. you want her to, you got to teach her to teach her to fence, to dodge the poke. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another
0: pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer.
1: It's a chill night here at Blue Island Beer Company. And I'm sitting with Alan Cromwell, one of the owners, and he just brought out a can of beer that looks like a comic book cover. Uh, It says Zap right on the front with a big exclamation point. It it looks like I picked up a comic off the shelves in the 1950s or 60s. It's got comic book characters on the back of the, the can. It's got all kinds of cool things on it. The beer inside of it, we're gonna taste here in a second, but first I wanna say hi to Al. What's up, buddy? Chris, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Wonderful! You pepped right up for the microphone, didn't you? Yes. (laughs) All right. So first off, tell me what Zap is, because one, it's a fun name for a beer. Two, it does sound like I'm going to drink something with a ton of caffeine in it. I know that isn't the case, but like, it's like, did you drink three Zaps and that's how you stayed up all night long for the finals? Like, that's what it kind of feels like to me. But uh, tell me a little bit about the idea behind it and the collaboration that
3: you're doing. Well, this beer is a collaboration with our friends at Zap Taco House out in Mokina, Illinois. Uh, just opened up in a longtime friend and we made a wonderful lager for uh, both of us uh, to serve. The best thing about the label that we have here is it's the artwork from Zap Taco House it is featuring some uh, really cool characters, and Brian Shimko the brewmaster here at Blue Island Beer Company, did the layout for this whole entire label that wraps around, that showcases the fun stuff that Zap is all about down in Mokina, Illinois. All right, and then you can get the beer here
1: at Blue Island Beer Company, Right, right here in the heart of Blue Island, off of the off of the bridge. You know what a neat little area. I, I mean, I always enjoy coming into this area here because, uh, first of all, uh, we've got right around the corner here. Uh, we've got friends over at Double Play Saloon. I head down over here to the to the uh, the public house, the Rock Island Public House. They're kind of a cool place to hang out at. You've got this nice little area of like bars and restaurants, and just just cool place for people to hang out here. And your brewery kind of stands out to me because when I walk into it. I know I'm in a brewery, like, you know, I mean, like, sometimes you walk into a brewery, you're like, I don't know, or whatever, this, like, I walk into it, and I'm like, I'm in a brewery, and I might actually be in the country as well, just, like, the way that things look, like, from the lighting to the, to the cool Blue Island bridge sign that you have coming out of the wall, and the, the saws that are up on it. it, looks like I'm walking into, like, a, like a sawmill, is what I'm in, and uh, you got a nice bar in here, you got a huge tap list every time that I walk in, all the stuff is made right here, and it's just kind of a cool place to come and hang out, like, when you, when you guys found this building, like, is this what you envisioned when you first looked at it? Like, I want it to look like this. I want people to come
3: and experience the brewery in this way. Well, we call it reclaimed industrial, Chris. And uh, Technical we, term. We do appreciate how much you're here and enjoy it every time. And uh, it is something that we built ourselves and uh, made the most out of what we had. It's been uh, a pleasure to do it. So. All right. So I'm trying the beer and it's good.
1: I'm going to say that right off the... It's good. It's definitely a Pilsner. It's definitely like one of these ones, like let's say you're listening to Southside Pod. You hear us talk about the breweries and you're like, yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a craft beer guy. Come drink Zap, okay? Bring Go with your friends and then come sit down and drink a Zap because if you're a Budweiser, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light type guy, like this is the style of beer that this is except it's done really well. It's crafted here and it's better. I mean, the ingredients are better when you make a Pilsner in a brewery like this and when you're getting it from one of these mass-produced things that's using rice, right? We always like to say it's made right here. Yes, I like that. It's a play on words. Other things you guys have right now on tap that people might find interesting that if they come walking into Blue Island Beer Company that they're like, I want to try this. I want to I get uh, get a glass of this
3: and then and sit down and, and experience something that I probably can't get someplace else. Another special beer we just recently tapped. Our early and often black session ale. It's actually one of the first beers we ever made at Blue Island Beer Company. Um, we brought it back for our, um, what's gonna be our seventh anniversary, April 15th, uh, and uh, the end of April really. But it is a easy drinking, 3.5% black ale, similar to, uh, I guess, Guinness and um, other Irish dry stouts. Super downable. We have it on nitro here. Come visit us in the tap room.
1: Another thing I've noticed you're doing a uh, you're doing a lot more musical acts. All right. Later on in this show, we're gonna talk about who you got coming in this weekend. He's a friend. He's a friend of the show oh. who's been on the show before. The uh, yeah. I don't wanna. I don't wanna give away. But he's been on the show before. Played his guitar on Southside Pod before, and now you're gonna be able to see him and his band, and then another group which has a band. I mean, like I. I the, the names, there's an awful lot of, of names if I read off both the acts that are going to be here. And recently I saw your place completely packed because you had enough is enough in here. And yeah. you, you seem to have an act in here every weekend. Is that the new thing now? You guys are going to, you got the backstage going now again? You got a big back room here that people can go and enjoy, like, you know, the, like music here on the weekends.
3: Well, you know, we have uh, the two different rooms, uh, depending on what night it is. We have our tap room and then we have the way back room. And the way back room this Saturday... March 26 features Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers, super friend of the brewery, super friend of the Southside Pod, super friend of everything Chris Lanuti. He should be on there with all the other uh, super friends on the back of the Zap can. There's only so much room. But, <laughs> uh, all
1: right, how long until uh, Zap is gone? Is it going to be around for a while? I mean, it's a pretty solid Pilsner. I'm thinking you, you made a good amount of it.
3: It's probably going to be year round. You like this one? You're going to get to uh, share it with your friends all year long. Awesome.
1: Blue Island Beer Company in the heart of Blue Island. Give the address real quick for everybody 13357 Old Western Avenue. So make sure you check out Blue Island Beer Company, Alan Cromwell. Thanks so much, my friend. Love you guys. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you and I wanna help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do the right thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie, Tell him we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Raising kids is hard, man. You know, I, I got two teenagers, and then I got the little guys in the first grade. And he sees everything they do. Like, it's impossible to keep him away from what the older kids do and say and just things that he sees. He walks into a room, something's on television I would never let a kid his age look at. And my biggest fear is that he knows every single bad word out there. And I just pray he doesn't use them in school. What I hate is like you see pictures
2: or videos that people take and post and like of their kids saying the F word. And it's so cute. It's so funny. Oh my God. It's so innocent. I know. That's poor parenting. If he said it, I would whoop his butt. I would. I hate that. I mean, like, here's the thing. I don't care if you're a baby and you say it. I don't care. You tell that person no. You don't put it on Snapchat.
1: If I heard him say it, He'd be, in, he'd be in deep crap. Yeah. Like, I'd be all over him. That's good. And, and the thing they is. They know it exists. Right. And they know they cannot say it. He knows they can't say it. Like, here's the thing. Dominic is 13, about to turn 14 in about a week here. Yeah. And he's going to Brother Rice. And he's going to be skating with the Brother Rice hockey team in a month. Okay. So, he's feeling really good about himself, sure. right? Sure. Like, he, he's a straight-A student in his school. He knows he's graduating. He's in that golden era of, I'm already been accepted invincible. of He's invincible, right? right? He's a crap talker. And still, I hear him on his video games with his friends. Yeah. And if I come down the stairs and I hear him saying something, I just immediately, I'm like, hey, what if your mother heard that? And then it's like, all apologies, and that's I'm not, sorry That's how always blah, it always was blah, with my blah. family. It I'm like, if I hear that again, you're done. Like, I mean, like I get it. Like, when I was that age... I knew every word. You knew every word, right? Sure, but you didn't. But you knew say, not to say I it in your house. I respected my parents. You never said it in your house. Yeah. And to me, that's still the rule. Like I'm allowed to say whatever I want to. I say all kinds of words. Sure. I am just me. You're in this very house. wordy man. But I pay for the house, right? And I provide for the house, right? And they eat because of me, right? So I can say whatever I want right, to. So fuck them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always laugh at parents. Like You know what the funniest thing is that I always run into parents who I've known for years. Try to be friends with their kids. And they try to be, exactly. And then they'll come to me and they'll go, your kids are so well-behaved. And they're the same people I've never seen yeah. say to, tell their kid no, ever. They've never right. told their kid no in their life. They've, ne- they've never told the kid they're wrong. I remember, like, I'll tell you the story. It's a great story. Okay, Dominic is four, maybe five years old. Okay. And we go to Florida on a vacation. Okay, and it's a full family vacation. So we have my parents, we have my whole family. Audrey's there, Nick isn't born yet, but I got Audrey there. She's two years older. My wife, me, my sister, her two kids. She has three now, but there are only two there. And we've got you know we've got all these kids. We're at a big table in this in this restaurant, and we're on Sanibel Island. Dominic is acting up. He's maybe four, maybe five years old. Okay, He's acting up at five years old. And I'm sitting there and I'm having a beer and it's late in the day, so you know I've been vacationing. Right. Like I'm in Florida. You're in vacation mode. I've had like seventeen beers sure. at this point. You said like I, you
2: started with uh and uh, now yeah, we're at seventeen.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is how yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going at this sure. point. I'm
1: on vacation. You're on Island. Right, exactly. I'm on an island. Whenever you're on an island You have to. Exactly. It's a rule. I mean, it's been a long year and I'm having a vacation. Right. And this kid's <laughs> it's like February yeah, by the time. It's been a long year. This kid's angry and he's five. He takes his shoe off. Oh, no. And he throws it across the table. That's a sign of disrespect in some countries. In, the, in every country. <laughs> Remember when they threw it at George right, Bush? Right. That's what started the war between Ukraine and Russia. It's very true. A shoe the was toddler. thrown across the table. Right. Okay. So he throws a shoe across the table at me. And I do this thing where I never even. He didn't say anything? He just sh- straight, straight to the shoe? He at me because I told him to eat what was on his plate. And he took a shoe off. Shoe of time. Heart. Love it, and I did one of these things where I kind of like move my head real quick. Yeah. Shoe goes over my shoulder. Yeah. It's the hits cat-like the, reflexes. Goes right over my shoulder,
2: even after seventeen beers. And everybody, don't lie, the shoe hit you in the face. No, uh- <laughs> everybody
1: in the restaurant stops. You heard forks drop into bowls, talking. Yeah, it's people are looking to see what happens next. Because I do that. What is that kid's father going to do about? Well, this? think about it. When you see a kid act up, oh yeah. You stop
2: what you're doing, you're like, absolutely. What are the parents going to do? Yeah. I've yelled at other people. Go get them. Before.
1: Right. You're like, this is your job. Go do yeah. your job right. as a parent. Yes. right? This right. Is, this is our time. And my sister tried to chime in. Oh, no. She tried to say something to my son, and right. my father goes, shh. Yeah, right. Like, he wants to see this what I'm doing. This is not do. your battle. Oh. Right. This is a moment here. Right. I want to see this moment. Hold That's how on. dad was. Yeah, I was on. like, I want to see this. Yes. And I take a sip of my. My beer and I oh, put it down.
2: Oh, nice! Uh,
1: like a like a. Oh, I didn't. I didn't stop right for a second. No, I let the whole restaurant took look a at sip. Stop. Took a sip. Mm-hmm. Put the beer down. And I said, "Get out of your chair." And he looks at me, and I get up, and I walk around the table, and I take his little hand. Now, some people would have lost their minds of beating their son. The more powerful thing to do was yes to take him immediately Fear. over. To a corner in the restaurant in front of an entire restaurant full of people and say, and now you will stand here with your face in this corner while everybody watches. And I put him in the corner, and went back and ate my dinner. Nice. And I made him stand in the corner in a restaurant. And I had a dad buy me a beer. I had a guy walk up and go, that was awesome. And it's one of those things where like I still believe that it has affected his entire life. And he's the still fact that like he is such in that a... corner on Santa Barbara, I to this day. Heir. I left him here. That's not Dominic, that's some other kid. Right. We replaced yeah. him. And I, I left that kid there. His name was uh his hopefully, name was John. Hopefully he's okay. John just stands there in the corner. Yeah. I don't know what happened to John. Well, he
2: sh- he shouldn't have threw that shoe. He would be twenty three at this point. He's probably not throwing shoes anymore. No.
3: It
1: is now time for your Southside Bulletin Board. Let's see what's going on in and around your area. It's all brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Cool Clouds wants to help you quit smoking. Quitting smoking is hard. They have a full taster bar of their products to try to find something that works for you, a knowledgeable staff that will teach you exactly how it all works. Visit them today at 3837 West 95th Street or check out coolcloudsvapor.com. If you grew up in hometown during the 1980s, you may be interested in a movie being shot there this summer. An LA filmmaker is returning to his hometown of hometown to film Guy's Night. It's all about his family life in the 80s, living in hometown. If you want to learn more about the movie, check out an article in The Patch or go to Guy's Night Movie on Facebook. This Saturday at Blue Island Beer Company, 13357 Old Western Avenue, our good friend Joe Ryan with his AM drinkers are going to be out there playing. Also joined by John Langford and his fancy men. We have Joe Ryan, John Langford, Fancy men, AM drinkers, 21 and over, 10 bucks at the door, really long names. The day this episode came out, Dr. Willie Wilson gave away a million dollars in gas on the south side. Gas stations in Hickory Hills, LaGrange Park, Oak Forest, Elsip, Park Forest, and more. By the time you've heard this, it's probably too late, but if you see a big backup at a gas station, they may be still giving away free gas. Grinders Training Academy at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue does youth sports training, conditioning fitness classes for all levels, kids and adults. They provide a clean, safe, and structured environment for student-athletes, and they provide private coaching. Coaches can also rent their facilities. Contact them directly. Learn more at GrindersAcademy.com. That's Grinders with a Z, Academy.com. And the Southside's most notorious classic metal band, Middle Raged, is going to be at the Thirsty Beaver this Friday night, 9 p.m. until midnight. No cover charge. Just get out as they continue to celebrate St. Patrick's Month. It's a month now? I don't think my liver can handle that. Go to SouthsidePod.com if you want to get something on the bulletin board. And remember to listen and subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found and always it's SouthsidePod.com. What was the rabbit's name
0: in Bambi? It was Thumper. What's this called in radio speak? It's called
1: a bumper. It's a bumper. Southside Pod is part of a family of podcasts here on the South Side that also includes the EP podcast and Socks in the Basement, the White Sox podcast for fans of by fans and a contest is going on right now with that podcast. We're finishing up something we've been doing for the last couple of months. If you missed it, you might want to go check it out. You can't win the thousand dollars that we're giving away, but you can pick who's going to get it. The best three guests of the off season all represent a cause or a person, a listener who got that guest 16 year front office man, who now you see in the media all the time talking about baseball. David Sampson was on the show. Who we asked during the interview, did he think that when Jerry Reinstorf, owner of the White Sox, told him coming in second was better than finishing first because it keeps people interested, was it tongue-in-cheek, he said this.
4: Well, it was definitely real, definitely accurate, and there was no tongue and there were no cheeks. Wow. But I do want to give a context. I met Jerry when I was, when I was a, a, like a, in high school because as the owner of the Bulls, he sat two rows in front of where I sat. Uh, Whenever the Bulls played the Knicks, so the owner, the opposing team's owner's seats were two rows in front of me, and I was a very loud, obnoxious fan, like a heckler, like the old, um, like like I would never swear, I was never rude, but I was very on point, getting owners where it hurts about overpaid players, about things that the teams are doing wrong. I had no idea what my future would be. I was a kid in high school, so I was all over Jerry Krause. I mean, constantly. So Reinsdorf at one point said to my mother, like, you're going to kill this guy. Like, stop, you're literally going to kill him. So years passed, and I walked into my first owner's meeting as, as Executive Vice President of the Montreal Expos. And I walk in, and Reinsdorf looks at me and says, you're that kid. <laughs> and I said, yes, I am, Jerry, how you doing? And he ended up being a mentor. And I, I love him so much. He is such a unbelievable man who wants to win so badly. He always wanted to have as many rings with the White Sox as he had with the Bulls. He's very misunderstood as our many owners in terms of what his desires are, but he's also a businessman. And when I was with the Expos, that's what he said to me.
1: We also had Jake Bergeron when he was telling everybody he was going to be the next White Sox second baseman. And yeah, he's working out there, but he also likes to troll people on social media.
5: (laughs) Well, part of it was just a troll. I know, I know so many people out there uh, wanting uh, any sort of baseball content, you know, obviously with, with the current situation. But um, the other part of it is actually the team asked me to work on it um, over the off season. I've been doing transfers and double play, play feeds and different stuff like that uh, since early part of November. So I'm feeling comfortable over there. I played like five games in Charlotte. Everything went well, but – the pop-ups were, were a little, little issue for me. Um, you know, just because I've been on the left side of the diamond for so long, the the pop-ups are a little different, but, um, other than that, I felt pretty comfortable over there. Honestly, the the ground balls aren't as, uh, hard, you know, it's more routine type stuff. So, um, I, I mean, it's, it's realistic for sure. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever is asked of me. And that, that's kind of, what ends up happening. So, um, but I I like it over there. It's fun to learn a new position and uh, diversify your uh, game a little bit.
1: And the third guest you can vote for that we had on this off season, all-star White Sox closer, Liam Hendricks, who had an interesting way of looking at the regular season as basically practice before the big stuff in the playoffs and hopefully the world series.
4: Yeah. Obviously, that's our goal now. Anything it's uh, the World Series or bust. We've got the team that can do it. And now we just need to make sure we uh, we have the finishing touches and, and make sure that everyone's in the right state of mind about making sure that they, they go about and earn whatever they've been given. And, and now we that's, this is what it is. Nothing's been given. We're going in there with a fresh slate. We've got the 162 practice games to get to where we need to be, and that's what we're going to do.
1: Check out all of those interviews and get your vote in for the best off-season guest. There is a link in the most recent episodes. Check them all out at SocksIntheBasement.com. Meanwhile, you're listening to Southside Pie. She hates her
0: life, she hates her skin, she even hates her friends. Tries to hold on to all the reputation she can, man. And there's some chance we can't fail but the last time... Someone was always there for bail when will we fall, when will we fall?
1: down bill i'm planning a long-term trip i'm going to tell you about it here in just one quick second a short-term trip a short distance you can go to have a great time this weekend or any night of the week is double play saloon in blue island 130 11 western avenue daily five dollar basket lunch specials 13 dollar miller and bud family buckets newly remodeled private gaming area and a couple of big dates To circle on the calendar, April 9th from 7 to 10 p.m., Troublemakers Athletic Club Annual Ham and Bacon Shoot. This is some old school stuff right here. You buy a raffle ticket, you win hams or bacon. They raffle off about 20 hams and 200 pounds of bacon. There's 50-50 raffles as well. It's for a great cause you get some ham, you get some bacon at this. You don't have to go shopping for Easter. And then on April 12th, a nacho and hot dog bar for the White Sox home opener. If you're not going to the game, you can check it out over at the Double Play Saloon at 13011 Western Avenue. Now, I have to plan way in advance, though, because I got a big, big trip. Probably in about a year and a half now. No, not in Germany. I've been to Germany, but not during October 5th. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I got a, a buddy of mine who's in Space Force. Okay. And...
2: He, that's a real thing now
1: it is a real thing i know it's
2: funny it's because weird to say
1: though i know but it's, like does he consider himself an astronaut no okay. no in it's fact, a different thing and his last assignment in the air force was he was the liaison to australia for the united states Air right. forces so he spent three years in australia in case they needed an american on the ground to tell them what they felt right. so they that, that was what his the job was all information was passed through him. Okay. His job was in the Australian Pentagon, and he'd walk around, and he do was the American. they have a Pentagon in Australia? They do. But it's not
2: five side. It's not a Pentagon.
1: No, but it's their equivalent of it. Okay. It's got an Australian flag and an emu, and an emu on the uh, plaque. An emu? Yes. There was an emu war where they sent their entire armed forces because there were too many emus in the western part of Australia. You can look this up. The Great Australian Emu War. And the emus beat the Australians. Their army gave up. The I emu- remember the Great Emo War of like 2008. Well,
2: the it emus. It was like Fall Out Boy and My <laughs> That's Chemical emo. Romance. It's emo.
1: Oh, but the emus.
2: The emus
1: would. Fall run Out at- Boy
2: won that one, by the way. The
1: emus would run at the Australian army in patterns that would would evade machine gun fire. And they they couldn't kill any of the emus. The emus, birds, birds outsmarted people. Look this up; it's a real thing. So when you when you go to Australia and you go to their their Pentagon, they have not a pentagon,
0: five stars. It's not
1: five stars. It's the equivalent of their Pentagon again. The equivalent just, of their Pentagon.
2: Just, I am mean, looking about transparency here. There's it a, has it has the Australian like, flag. I want to get to Australia one day. And go,
1: where's y'all's Pentagon? <laughs> And when you go there, I've been there. I I've know sta- you have. I've stood in Canberra in, uh, in Australia. and there's an How Aust- many sides is there built? I don't is know. I, I just looked at the front of it. So it could have been six <laughs> sides. Been one side. Three sides. It side. could have been a set. One a side. Who
2: knows? It's Australia. I have no idea. Everything's up there. I down. never
1: walked around the building. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I looked at their plaque, and their plaque was an Australian flag with an emo on it. And this okay. is because the emos defeated them. So, so they have to, like, pay respect in to their, deference war, their overlords? To the, in deference <laughs> to the emus. By emu overlords. They have an emu on their plaque. Like, imagine if the Pentagon in the U.S. Yeah. Had a picture of a bird that defeated them 100 years ago on the battlefield. <laughs> and that was, like, right. the symbol on their thing. I mean, I think the emus literally run Australia. Like, I think
2: that's how that works. Who puts a picture of their enemy on the front of their building of defense? I don't know. That's ridiculous. I don't know who does that. That's like it's like if you put Hitler, right, like on like if you replace the face of the Statue <laughs> of Liberty with Hitler's face. But we're just doing it to right. to tell everyone that tell who, everybody that's that we, who our enemy we once was. We don't like Hitler. That's
1: kind of what it was like. Except it's Emu. He's a so giant. Hitler
2: was bird. Was a bird.
1: Flightless bird. Flightless bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. To see what's happening. On the Southside Pod On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side Of Chicago, the South Side, in
2: hand-to-hand combat.
1: In hand-to-hand combat, would you you fight? Would you fight Hitler or a bird?
2: Would you rather? It's like a would you rather game. (laughs) A flightless, large bird. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> like, like if you say that in like a dinner party, like they're like they're sipping their mo- their their little okay, cocktail, like okay, 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 okay I'm okay, with you, I'm yes, with yes, yes, you. yes. And what yes. Is, the, what or, is the second option? Or yes, they're thinking maybe another bird, maybe a penguin, maybe a tiger. Who knows? Maybe what? who knows? And then you just like, or yes, yes, go ahead, emu, yes, an unarmed, an unarmed, <laughs> yet very angry. <laughs> Yes, yes. Eat <laughs> Hitler. Eat Hitler.
1: Yeah. Oh, they just spit their spritzer would,
2: across the room. Seriously, I
1: fight Hitler every time.